Hey, hey, everybody, this is Seth. Wanted to take a minute right here at the top of the show just to say thank you for downloading, for sharing the show, for commenting, for liking it, for, for listening, and for telling your friends uh, about it. We, we really do appreciate it. We're having uh, a really great time, and so we wanted to say thank you. We also wanted to let you know that because of the topic of this show, we do need to issue a trigger warning. Um, if you're listening in the car with small children, uh, around the 27-minute mark, is when we actually get into the main topic of today's show. Um, We have done our absolute best to not get into any details, but there are allegations that are out there that have to be referenced. And so we wanted to make sure that we honor you guys and and let you know about that at the top of the show. Um, Thanks, everybody. Sit back, listen, and uh, and enjoy this week's episode. Okay, I'm going to do this intro. (laughs) And you can tell me whether or not you hate it, and we can just not do this one if you don't want to okay okay all right harvey weinstein kevin spacey bill cosby louis ck and john christ Ooh, let's get into it this week on dropping sunday i am not throwing away my shot i am not throwing away my shot hey, yo, i'm just like my country i'm young scrappy and hungry and i'm not throwing away my shot Go ahead. You have a confused look on your face. We can talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, what is this? This is my shot from the, the musical Hamilton. I'm playing this for a couple of reasons. One, I got my tickets to Hamilton last week. What, what? So I'm really excited about that. Um, but also Hamilton may or may not have um, not been able to be president because of uh a sexual relationship that he had. Uh, so um, I thought it might that be. seems appropriate for this yeah, week. Might as well. Well, hey, everybody. This is Seth. This is Andrea. <laughs> and this is, I, I hope, I hope this is dropping Sunday. <laughs> um, I'm looking around. I think so. Okay, good, good, yeah. good, good. <laughs> what is dropping Sunday, Andrea? So, <laughs> well, I, I totally threw you off with you, Hamilton. I'm you sorry. You did. And also, I'm trying to think because uh, one of my taglines is that we're not trying to tick you off, but I am just not sure that's yeah. going to work today. We'll do our best. Um, we're we're not. Um, okay, so this is Dropping Sunday. It is a podcast about uh, Christian pop culture, what's going on in the world of Christianity. And, um, you know, just a couple notes. We're not trying to get you saved. We're not trying to tick you off, but we are trying to talk about what's happening today in the world of pop culture, Christian pop culture. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And so this is a show made by Christians for Christians, uh, but you definitely don't have to believe to belong. So if you're curious about some thoughts and opinions of a couple regular old Christians, uh, feel free to know that you're in a safe place. Um, You can also share your thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions uh, on (laughs) Dropping Sunday. Do you want me to stop saying that? Okay. Um, uh, At Dropping Sunday on, on all the things. All the things. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Andrea, um, last week our coffee had not kicked in yet. I feel like our coffee has probably kicked in already for this week. Yeah, I um, think so. You're feeling good? Good. I'm feeling so, good. So, with that in mind, how's your heart? <laughs> it's good. Um, I didn't mention this last week because I was talking. I feel like I'm always a week behind on how's my heart. Yeah. Because I don't talk about things like in the moment. We got to get you more like present. I know. We got to pull me up to today. But, um, you know, I I cried at work last week, Um, which it was fine. There was a whole. (laughs) 
<laughs> there's a whole host of things um, like surrounding that and causing that. And very little of them actually had to do with work, I think. Yeah. Um, it just was in the moment. But what's funny is, so I used to work here. Uh, I wor- worked at Bethesda. You know, I was on staff for 14 years. And now I'm working uh, in the secular realm. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, just for for the sake of everybody on the show, she air quoted that as she should have secular so, world. Secular yeah, yeah, realm. Go ahead. Um, and it just I was thinking about how uh, how funny it was everyone's reactions to me and how different they were. Okay, so first of all, just a little note about me: I cry a lot. Like it's it's I'm I feel like I'm always on the verge of tears. You're and you're, you're an enneagram too. I am. <laughs> I am an Enneagram too. So sometimes there's tears. And I just, I feel things deeply. Yeah. Uh, That's a quote from a movie. What is that? I don't, I don't start me. Um, I thought that Pretty Young Thing was by Prince last week. Right. And you were wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. And I was was right. Um, So anyway, it just, it was kind of funny the way everyone, when, when I worked here at Bethesda and I would cry, people would comfort me, but they, like, they were just, well, Andrea's crying again, you know, like, (laughs) she's fine. (laughs) Now at my <laughs> at my place of bless work, her. bless oh, her, bless her heart, bless her. Just um, at my place of work, like I think I really scared a few people. Yeah, and they're like, "Do you need a hug? Do you HR need chocolate? Call- Do no, you need- HR called to make sure that everything was okay." <laughs> and my boss comes out of her office, and I'm like. I've already cried once today, and I I got on the phone with a client, and the first words out of my mouth were, "I've already cried today. I just need you to know." And and you could tell he he didn't quite know how to respond. Yeah, it was, it was really amusing. It helped helped me get over that little hump. But um, anyway, uh, this week's been much better. No tears. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Anyway, so I cried at work last week, but I'm okay. Well, don't worry. Um, next week, you will definitely have tears this coming week because it's Thanksgiving. Yes, and I'm so excited. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be happy tears. Um, it, mine might just be meat sweats. That's that what are, I was thinking. But, <laughs> tears from eating too much. But uh, but but that's good. So I think that's probably uh, that's probably where I'm at too. Is like I'm just excited about excited about Thanksgiving. You know, yeah. I'm uh, I'm excited about. Uh, yeah. So here's the deal. I, I I got some feedback from Julie on uh that's my wife for everybody yes. um on the show um a couple of things i made her listen to a show M- made her because she wasn't going to <laughs> this listen i had another podcast that existed for like 20 something episodes she never listened to a single <laughs> that's so funny to me ever ever once she was like i don't want to know what you're saying i don't you know one last one less thing to worry about and so um she had a couple of couple of takeaways uh I made her listen to the show about Kirk because mm-hmm. she got to meet, she also got to meet Kirk because her friend sang with Kirk. And right. so she would go to, yeah, yeah. yeah and that. so, um, the, the thing about, uh, me taking her phone, like or her taking my phone and looking through it to see who I've been talking to. She's like, uh, you do that too. So yes, I, we do check each other. Um, we, we, we do a check-in occasionally just to see how that goes. Um, a couple of things that she said is that she, she was listening to it and she goes, Andrea's really good at this. Oh, and I, that was sweet. Yeah. And uh, and I said, Yeah, she she really is. I'm uh she's 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 a great host. And uh and then just a couple seconds later she goes, Andrea's better than you at this. <laughs> Thanks, Julie. <laughs> so um she wants to come in and do like a like a segment. Um yeah, I and think let, we should do that. 
Yeah, you say that now because she's saying that you're better. Because <laughs> she likes me. Yeah. Well, she, gosh, she likes you more than me anyway. I mean, that's how that goes. <laughs> but uh, so, so that's uh, the. We, we've been getting some good feedback from people. Thank you for those of you who, uh, who have commented on, on things. Uh, it's, been, it's been good. Uh, we're going to get into the main topic here in just a second. But before we do that, can we do um, what I want? Let's, let's kind of do a little bit more of a palate cleanser. Let's kind of okay. come in a little bit lighter. Um, let's, do, um, let's, check out, uh, let's check out the top 10 worship songs. Shall we do that? Let's do it. Right. Oh, that's a Y'all, you don't even know. Sometimes I don't know what's coming. Sometimes. Next. Okay, almost every time. Almost every time. I don't know what's coming. Oh. So he pushes the button and you just, I, I just kind of have to sit there for a second and try to figure out what's happening. Yeah. And that was one of those moments. So um, that that's one of uh, that's one. Of, <laughs> um, there, there's a comedian, uh, Kev on stage, who talks about uh, also talks about Christian pop culture from a very very comedy standpoint, and he, and uh, there he found that video of uh, of a guy playing that song. Um, my favorite thing in that though is um, in the background. If you just listen to the like, he's just hitting keys. He's not playing chords at all. <laughs> There's just nothing like yeah. Here it is. Just. Just, just a B knuckle seven, I think is what they call that one. So, um, so, yes. so, uh, was more determined on the, uh, on, is that in the, the top 10 worship songs no, this week? Okay. It was not. Okay. So. Um, so let's see, we've got the top 10. I'm going to start with, uh, number 10 on CCLI's song select top 10 is goodness of God. Okay. Hold on. There's yeah. might be people who don't know what CCLI song select is. Yes. You, you might be pretty familiar with it. (laughs) I I am. So CCLI is the Christian Copyright Licensing International. It's a website that churches can uh, pay a um, annual fee to, uh, to sing. So, you know, songs are, they have copyrights because um, someone wrote them. They are creative property. They are belong to someone. You've written some songs. You sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want people using your stuff so without throw that out there permission. people are gonna be like seth let me hear your songs yeah, they're might... not good that's why you haven't <laughs> heard them <laughs> we might do another segment of oh, oh. oh. sorry he's giving me a look right now yeah, you guys we're not doing that um anyway so uh churches in order to use uh these songs to play them in our services to have the lyrics projected um to stream them we have to pay uh, the church has to pay a fee. Right. Um, and, and you also report which songs we do. Right. And then that's the way, but by the church paying a fee, that's how that goes to CCLI. And then that gets pushed out to the, the, the Office. artist mm-hmm. uh, that, that are responsible for, for those songs. So if you're right. like, Hey, do we need to like, let people know we're singing these songs? Yeah. Cause yeah, otherwise you're, you're stealing from people. So, yeah. I mean, Ooh, that was harsh to come at, that but was a little- <laughs> sorry. But as someone who has, doesn't like to be stolen from, right? Yeah, it, it it's not it's not a it's not a huge fee, 
you know, it's yeah. just, but it, but it's enough to be able to make sure that uh, the people who are doing the work and ministering to you can feed their family. Right. So what, what, what are some of the songs on this list? All right. So number 10 is Goodness of God. Okay. And um, that is written by Ben Fielding, Brian Johnson, Ed Cash, and looks like a few other people. Hey, real quick. How many other songs in the top 10 are Ben Fielding on? Um, let's see. One, two, three, three. Okay. That he's got like first... Um, right. So Ben Fielding is from, I think, Hillsong. Yes. So, um, so okay. So we can yeah. kind of see there's a bunch of songs from Hillsong. Okay. Yeah. And Goodness of God was also released by Bethel. So uh, you've got Jen Johnson, Brian yeah. Johnson. Um, it's a great song. Y'all listen. I I love this song. There was a, a while where I had it on repeat all the time. Have you heard it? I don't know that I have. Should we Should we just look <laughs> it up right now? Yeah. Okay. Yes. We're, we're going to look it up. Why not? This is the one by Bethel. You have a confused look on your face. Like this isn't it. No, I think this is it. Should I should I skip forward a little bit to try to find a try to find a chorus or something? Yeah. Is this the instrumental? <clears throat> Maybe. <laughs> uh, I'm like, why aren't there any lyrics on it? <laughs> Oh yeah, this is it. This is the one I recognize. Oh, okay, okay. This yeah. is good. Okay, now I get it. Okay, that's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. it's a great one. Um, I love to sing it here. I, I when I lead on Wednesday nights. Okay, uh, which you and I both alternate on those Wednesday nights. Um, that's one that I like to do. It's, yeah, it's a good one. Um, so yeah, check that one out. Um, number nine is Ten Thousand Reasons. Bless the Lord. And that's been around for a hot um, minute, hasn't it? has been it? around for a hot minute. It is, I think it, I would call it, uh, last week we talked about In Christ Alone being yeah. a modern hymn. Sure. Uh, 10,000 Reasons, uh, in my mind, is very similar, in the very similar vein. Yeah. Um, it is, it's a great song. I actually sang that, this I, This is going to sound funny. Um, I sang it at my grandmother's funeral okay. in January of this year, and you know... Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and things. <laughs> it's been almost a year. I know, but it it's a song uh, that that I just love. That last verse that talks about um, I'm gonna have to edit this out a little bit. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not editing any of this out because I'm gonna let you look it up while I talk about how um, how it changes point of view halfway through the chorus. Yes, and every time. My my favorite is to like when when I'm leading it just watch people be so confused why like it's how long has this song been out and people yes. still don't know when it's his and your like here here's a tip guys um it's in alphabetical order so the first time through it's his mm -hmm. second time through it's your yes guys i just whoever just there's somebody who i just blew their mind with that but it is an alphabetical <laughs> so order like, the first time I will get it right from now worship on. his holy name second time i'll worship your oh, holy name all right yes. go ahead um so yeah so verse three it talks about on that day uh, when my strength is failing the end draws near and my time has come 
still my soul will sing your praise unending 10,000 years and then forevermore. Yeah. And that's just such a great, um, you know, I've, I've sang that song at multiple funerals. Um, it was very special to sing it at my grandmother's funeral. But um, when you are celebrating the life of a Christian, yeah. and um, my grandmother was five days away from her 95th birthday when she passed. So she had lived a long yeah. life. And what a comfort it was just to know that she was in the presence of God and she's singing his praises. And that's awesome. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to join her. So, well, that took a good turn. That wasn't Ooh. where I thought this was going to no, go. That's okay. But, that's um, okay. Sorry. Uh, so that was number nine. Number eight, Reckless Love. I think we all know this song. Um, you'd be surprised how many people don't know oh. this song okay. simply because the lyrics can be problematic for some people. Um, I mean, the first time I heard it, the, my first thing was like, nothing God does is reckless. We shouldn't sing this. <laughs> and, and then I actually like listened to, to the yeah. lyric. That That's that's definitely a challenge of, uh, of anybody leading worship is trying mm-hmm. to explain why Sloppy Wet Kissed is actually like theologically sound. <laughs> Different song, not the song. Not the but, same. <laughs> but um, go ahead. Um, okay, number seven is Living Hope. Uh, that is also Brian Johnson and Phil Wickham. Okay. I'm a fan. I don't know that I know that song. Do you know that song? Yeah, you know that song. Do I? Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> um, I, why are you such a fan of Phil Wickham is my question. I don't, I just, I like his voice. Yeah. I like the way, he, I like the way he does some of the, records some of the songs that I've heard. He's also pretty dreamy. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Yeah, I mean, listen. The work is finished. The end is written. Jesus Christ, my Oh, you're shaking your head. No, I, I don't. Ooh, I don't think I know this song. Okay, well, we have just... to add it to my uh, my Spotify. Absolutely, Spotify list. There it is. All right. What's next? All right. Number six is what a beautiful name. Okay. Uh, that has also been fielding Brooke uh, Ligertwood. Sorry, yeah. I have a hard time saying her last name. That's Hill Song. Uh, very popular. Another one of my favorite songs to watch congregation try to figure out what words are coming because the chorus is different every single time. <laughs> yes. Beautiful name, wonderful name, powerful name. It's yes. it's a lot of fun on that one. Always, yeah. always fun. Uh, this is why we have words projected on the wall. Yes. To help people. Yeah. Um, hey, <laughs> do you remember transparencies? I, listen, I was the transparency queen. Um, I The church that I grew up in had about like... N- 900 to 1200 people and my mom actually sat <clears throat> on stage yes with a transparency projector and like just a box full of transparencies because you start singing yeah. you have to rifle through it yeah. to find the right um one. and and we went to a charismatic church you know and and so the worship leader might go off on a different song yeah. And so um, it was always spirit led. I'm telling you, my 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 mom said that I I think I've been spirit filled on projection because I know where he's going. Like <laughs> yes. she'll be like, okay, where's where's Pastor Tim going? Okay, I think he's gonna go with this song, and she'd have two or three songs ready, and he'd hit that first word, and she'd just she be would, there. No, yeah, yeah. That's so, that's a gift. Listen, listen, you guys, that is a gift, and it's. It's honestly easier these days with uh, programs like ProPresenter, where mm-hmm. you just type in part of the lyric and it pulls up all the songs yeah. that have that lyric. Um, but yeah, I I feel the same way. I can usually tell 
where the worship leader's going yeah. with with the song. I'm yeah. like, oh, if I'm if I'm the one back there running, I'm like, oh. But one day I was running projection one Sunday morning, and I had pulled up about five songs that I thought Pastor Dan was going to call for, and yeah. he went way off the rails from where I thought he was, and I was well, so he mad. He probably picked a song that doesn't doesn't exist <laughs> in any kind of database anywhere because it's one song that he helped, arranged he, that he arranged back in. 1970 something you know um i'm trying to be nice and say 70 something but i mean that's that's right i think that's probably accurate yeah um so so that's that that guy's a is an encyclopedia for sure um this is a good time then just to kind of let people know hey if you're in a church and the words are wrong give some grace that's a hard job please that's a hard job please give some grace if there's a typo it we are still human yeah the ones putting in the lyrics, and as the one that um, usually is putting in the lyrics, yeah, uh, I can ask for grace on that, and and also on the um, how fast they're getting up there. Yeah, so yeah, um, for for sure. If you don't notice that there's a problem, then you need to say thank you to your projectionist. Yeah, because if you never even notice the projection, say thank you to whoever's doing the projection. Yeah. All right, we'll keep going. All right, so number five is uh, Great Are You, Lord, uh-huh. um, which I think we are familiar with. It's For a great sure. one. I used to make a joke because the stairs here at Bethesda in the that lead up to the balcony in the sanctuary are um, very steep. Yeah, it's like climbing Everest. <laughs> yes, it, it is. Or like Christian Pilgrim climbing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from last week, um, carrying that burden. And one day, right after we started singing this song, I was climbing the stairs to the balcony, and I was singing this song, which, as you know, the chorus says, it's your breath in our lungs, and I was completely out of breath. <laughs> and just the irony really made me laugh. That's and good. so I just, I'm, I like it when God gives us, a, you know, fun little, fun little things to That's laugh fun. at. Um, number four is Who You Say I Am. Okay. It's also a Hillsong, Ben Fielding, Reuben Morgan. Number three is Raise a Hallelujah. Yeah. That came out of nowhere and came strong and came it fast. It did. And I mean, it was it was like literally one night, never heard of it. The next day, it was everywhere. Everywhere. So it's a great song. I love it. Yeah, it's good. You know who who uh, who doesn't love it? I'm going to totally put this on blast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't. Um, we were singing it in the car, and my, my beautiful daughter, who goes to a Christian school, goes to chapel, has service on Wednesdays, has service on Sundays. She might be in this building six days a week. Yes. She goes, I think I'm done with this song. <laughs> And I just had to be like, yeah, baby, I understand. Listen, we've all been there. We've we all, all have songs. That are still great songs. That are great. It's but not a, right now, yeah. it's not for me. It's just I need to take a break from yeah, it. We've yeah. all been there. Um, I will say, I'm going to send, uh, Seth, I'm going to send you a video okay. uh, to put in the show notes of uh, two sisters. I don't know if you ever saw it on Facebook, singing the song as an older sister. She's probably around 14 playing guitar. Yes. And a little sister singing her heart out. Yes. And listen, it just, it was, it was very, um, very fun to watch. It made me happy. And if you just need a smile today, I shared it on Facebook, but we'll put it in the show notes um, so that you can, you can watch it and enjoy it. But um, it's just, it's just great. I love it. I love watching kids sing their little hearts out yeah. to the Lord. Um, okay. Number two. Oh, we're almost done. This took longer than I thought. 
Yeah, this took a long time. Um, okay, number two is build my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's people literally like looking at me like, um, Seth, Andrea, you said it was going to be 30 minutes and we're almost there and we still haven't even talked about the controversial <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Oh gosh! Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Maybe no, next. Maybe next time we'll just do top five maybe, instead of top ten. Maybe this time we'll do top five and edit out on the first time. <laughs> or maybe this maybe. time we'll do bottom five. <laughs> we'll yeah. Do top five next time. All right. All right. So number two, build my life. Yeah. And then number one. Let's just go right on to number one. Number one. number one is Waymaker. Waymaker. This is another song that for me kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but but just kind of ended up being being everywhere at the same time. So um, this is a Leland's version. Okay. I worship you way make miracle work, promise keep light in the darkness, my God. Such a good song. So good. Can I tell you what I love most about this song? Yeah. And this is going to be a very specific thing just just for us. I love when Janice sings this song. Yeah. She does not get nearly as much airtime as she should because of her responsibilities. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But that girl rips this song up. She does. And she I, does a and great job. I stinking love it. So um, that's good. What? Anything else on this song? Uh, no, I think that's all I have. I, I'm just, I'm like you, I love this song. Um, it's one that I like to have on repeat um, in my car because, you know, we all just need to be reminded sometime of who God is. And um, this is a great way to do that. He, he is a way maker and um, all of those things that the song says he is. And so yeah, that's, put it on repeat in your car if you need awesome. some encouragement today. Um, let me ask you, let me ask you a quick question. What number was, uh, reckless love again? It was number eight. All right. So here we go. You ready? Yeah. This is my favorite version of reckless love right now. Going away from it, stay here. Okay. That was painful. Uh, yeah. What in the world? <laughs> so there is a website, and I said it to you. It's yes. a it's an Instagram uh, <laughs> page uh, called uh, at Worship Fails, and um, this is just somebody who their modulator on their on their uh, guitar. Oh gosh. Like accidentally got pressed. <laughs> And so they were playing it and everybody's looking around like, what is happening? But it's also like the spookiest. Yes. It's like, um, oh man, there was a song that a Disney song that someone put into a minor key a while back. Oh my goodness. And it makes it sound so you're like listening to it. Was it let it go? Probably. Maybe that's what it was. And it just, it makes it feel so like ominous. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But, Listen, we've all been there. Seth and I both oh have led worship uh, multiple times in our life, and we have all been there. We've all done something. I've accidentally pressed the um, the transpose button so many times because <laughs> I've got like these huge sausage hands that just kind of go all over the, the place. Get everything. And, and so, um, so it's good. All right. Well, let's let's make a let's make a transition and. Um, 
Ugh. Let's make a transition and yay. go into <laughs> yay, she says, um, into uh, John Christ, maybe. Let's, let's do it. Okay. So what's new? <laughs> what's what's new in the world of John Christ? <laughs> Why are we going up at the end of every sentence? Um, I don't know. What? What? So this is this is what happened when we were trying to prepare for our first shows. This article came out in Charisma magazine, yeah, and and just kind of went everywhere, and um, and it's about a, a comedian. I don't. I think that he would probably take umbrage with the word Christian comedian, but mm-hmm. we can talk about that. And now he, uh, the title of the article is John Christ cancels 2019 tour dates after reports of sexting harassment manipulation. Ooh, that's a, there's a lot packed into just that headline there. There is. And I thought, okay, well, here's this article. I'll just read it. It's probably a couple, couple paragraphs. Now, I travel a lot for work. I just got into the hotel. It was like midnight. I'm reading through this thing. And I, I, I sent it to you on Facebook Messenger as to not wake you up. And um, I was like, I'm just going to read this real quick. And then I kept reading. Because <laughs> it just kept going. And kept reading. And kept reading. And and I'm like, oh, this this is challenging. So mm-hmm. when you read it, what, what were the thoughts that came across your mind whenever you first saw the headline and, and got into the article? Well... What's funny is uh, I first heard about it. You had sent it to me on Messenger. Um, My phone goes on Do Not Disturb. (laughs) Praise the Lord. At like 1030. And so I didn't didn't see it. And so I didn't even see the notification Um, until the next day. I was at lunch with a coworker Uh and she mentioned it to me. I was telling her about our podcast. We had just finished recording maybe the very first First episode. Very first episode. And um, so I was telling her about the podcast she's like oh well did you did you hear about john chris and i'm like no what what about john chris because i listen to him yeah. I've, I've listened to him in the past i follow him on instagram and facebook um had been looking at going to his tour um and so she she messages me the article and at, literally at the same time you and I are getting a text from another friend of ours Mm -hmm. sending it to us. And then Seth's like, yeah, I just sent that to Andre last night in Facebook messenger. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, how did I, how did I miss this? Yeah. It it all happened kind of, kind of, kind of fast. Yeah. And so so I was, I was very surprised. Honestly, I really was. I, it was not what I expected to, to hear or to read that day. So let's just kind of talk about his shtick. Okay. Um, (laughs) I've, I've gone on record. I don't think that he is funny. Right. I do think that he's clever. Yeah. And I think that there is a good distinction there that you can enjoy something being clever. I have, uh, I've never gone ha 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 at anything he said, but I have gone, hmm, several times. <laughs> right. So like when he's doing like, you know, the worship pastor draft and, you know, those types of things, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I see. I see exactly what you did. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I've never like laughed right. at something that, that he did. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think the, one of the reasons is that um, one time when he was going through Texas, he stopped at a Bucky's and kind of made fun of the fact at how, how Bucky's yeah. is, it's a bit insane. It mm-hmm. is, but it's also totally awesome. And if you don't know what a Bucky's is, because you're not from around here, I get it. Google it, you'll be fine. But uh, but I mean, it's it's a big deal. And um, and I was like, uh, 
like that all that seems kind of cheap you could yeah. you could you could have gone a little higher than that yeah so. i do i do feel like he he takes a lot of um kind of cheap cheap shots for a, a laugh but i will say this he takes cheap shots at himself too which i appreciate it's not always directed at someone else like he he'll he'll make fun of himself and well i thought okay i'm going to watch a special this happened this happened a couple months ago mm-hmm. um i was like uh, uh I was flipping through, I think it was Amazon Prime or something like that. And I was like, oh, here's John Chris. Let me let me watch a special. And um, as a fan of comedy, who, and, and again, not I'm not a fan of Christian comedy specifically. Right. I do there are Christian comedians that I that I do enjoy. Um, but as if just a fan of comedy, it for me it was unwatchable. Which one was it? Was it It was the I Got Questions. I got questions. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna play a clip from from one. Uh this was Andrea's suggestion because <laughs> um because of Thanksgiving coming up this Thursday. So so uh here here's a clip. Uh here you go. Um me because I got a big family. I'm one of eight kids, you guys. Eight kids. Yeah. That's too many I was eight kids, all of us homeschooled. Yeah. What no, I don't appreciate that. A lot of people when I say I was homeschooled, a lot of people make fun of homeschool. I don't make fun of it, okay? To me, it was the goodest thing that ever happened to me. Don't you laugh. Hey, does everybody get that joke? Do we, uh, <laughs> that don't sound right to me. <laughs> I was real sheltered because I grew up in church and homeschool. Like, I didn't realize how sheltered I was till last time I went home. I was looking through an old photo album. I saw a picture of me and my little brother in the bathtub together. You guys, I was 17. I'm sorry. It's just, you're, I know you're trying not to laugh because you don't want me to judge you. I understand that. It's objectively not funny. Oh, objectively. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We, we can, I'm sure that it's for someone else. And I know that I'm totally yucking someone's yum right now. And I apologize for, for that. For me it's 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 not for me right in in the Which not for fine. me segment this week it's it might be his comedy it's it's <laughs> yeah so um so um when this came out um i i honestly i wasn't shocked i wasn't surprised i was really like disappointed mm-hmm. and hurt for my friends that I know do like him. Right. Because even though he's not for me, I don't have any ill will towards the guy, you know? I mean, he's, he's doing his thing. Like that's okay. Yeah. But I was honestly like, Oh no, that's not what we need right now. As, yeah. as the body of Christ, we don't need our celebrities. Call them what call they are. What they are. Yeah. We don't need our celebrities being lumped into the same group of all those people that I said earlier. You know, we right. don't need them. We, we don't need a Bill Cosby. We don't need a Louis C.K. We don't need these people that are are known for for being, you know, essentially deviant. We, right. we, we don't need that. So um, so I started reading this and guys, there's a lot here. Yes, a, a, a whole lot. There, there's a lot here. So um, I thought maybe we just kind of read through some of this okay. and then you can kind of give me what your thoughts and, and are on all this. So this is, um, this is how it starts off. Quote, I was blown away when John Christ agreed to do an interview with me for my senior project, she says. I was shaking and so nervous to be around someone I had idolized for months. What are your thoughts just on that comment? <laughs> Um, yeah, I've, I've always 
had an issue, and I, I know you and I discussed it briefly about the worship of Christian celebrities. Yeah, that is that's just I don't I don't do that. I'm uh, we, we laughed last week about you having all of these encounters with celebrities. <laughs> right. Um, and the truth is, I try very hard not to um, worship someone. Yeah. Other, other than God, other than the only one who's worthy of well, it. And you let's know, just talk and, about what it is, right? Yeah. What it, What does the Bible call that? <laughs> um, that is, go ahead. Idolatry. Thank you. Okay. And, and, and here she says right here, this is someone I had idolized, idolized. for months. So I, by the way, this is not a victim blame at all no. I, in any way, shape or form. It, listen, after reading all of this, I don't think the victims are have, have have anything to do with any kind of the blame. Um, by the way, Reddit does not think that. Reddit thinks, what are these girls even doing being around this guy? And total victim blaming. Let's let's not go down that road. Interesting. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but it does shine a bigger picture on the church in general. Maybe let's not idolize people. Yeah. Well, and truthfully, I I read that and I kind of think what. What was there to idolize? I mean, I know um, he's funny, and I, or you know, a lot of people find him funny. And I have in the past, I've listened to his stand-up routine, and I, because sure. I enjoy listening to comedians as well. But you know, I, I kind of didn't understand her feeling that way. Yeah. But who can? You yeah. Know. So I'll, I'll keep going. Okay, from a makeshift podcast studio. Uh oh. That's where we're at. Um, constructed yeah. <laughs> in her hotel room at at a Bally's Las Vegas hotel and casino, uh, Kate, not her real name, was thrilled to be interviewing her professional hero, comedian John Christ. She and her boyfriend drove to Vegas in May of 2017 just to record this interview, and everything was going great. When the interview ended, Christ even stayed and chatted with them for a while. Um she says, I opened up about my mental health, what it was like being in the industry, addiction struggles, and how he inspired me to create this podcast and do interviews. Um, it was at this point, John confided in both my boyfriend and me that he was a sex addict. Both my boyfriend and I felt it was cool how open he was about his past, and I continued to feel grateful and excited um, I was going to meet my comedy idol. Moreover, uh, I was so excited to have a mentor I had so much in common with. So she thought nothing of it when Chris asked her for her number before he left. Or later when he added her on Snapchat and immediately began messaging her. Or when he invited her out for the evening, just the two of them. Oh boy. There's so much wrong in this. Guys, we're three paragraphs in. Yeah. Um... Yeah. All right. So a couple of things. Um, later we find out that, um, that John, sorry, I'm getting dings over here. Uh, it's like the Holy spirit saying, be careful what you say here. Later we find out that, um, John would ask people to do things, but never have sex so that he could say that he was a virgin. Yeah. So for him to say that he's a sex addict, means that he's addicted to something else because if it's not sex, it's got to be something else. Right. So there's something else going on. He's saying this to a person that he's just met and her boyfriend grabs her number, starts calling her and then like invites her out for the evening. Just the two of them. Hey, 
hey, can you like uh, come hang out without your boyfriend? Yeah, I don't. Ugh. Well, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. This is your well, turn. Let me let me just say this. Um, we we know that confession is uh, it's an important part of the Christian life. And, um, when (laughs) I feel like I'm just tiptoeing around this, you don't, don't feel like you have to confess everything to everybody. Right. I understand if he's dealing with that, if that was something that he had, um, dealt with in the past. And, and I think he had, there were, you know, we, we looked back and there were gaps in his Instagram posting. So, and he would talk about being at, um, different retreats and things trying to get and that's fine if you're dealing with it that's fine right but that's not something that i think you just confess to someone that you just met yeah and especially in that kind of setting and i am all about being authentic and real and open and transparent um but you also have to protect yourself and those around you and that's just i i have a real problem with someone who would share that with someone that they literally just met yeah, that just day. Met. So, you know, part of me wants to use a little bit of wisdom about whether or not we go into what happens next, because I mean, what is described if you're going to go read this? Cause I don't think, I don't think that we should. Right. Okay. I agree. Um, if you're going to read what happens next and when she goes, I mean, I'll, I'll give a brief thing. He empties out a water bottle and fills it up with raspberry vodka for her. He empties out a Snapple bottle and fills it up with whiskey for him. And they go rollerblading. It just seems so just weird. Rollerblading. So, it just so seems weird. so benign. Like in the in the moment, I was thinking, okay, that's not where I thought that sentence nope. was going to go. <laughs> nope, it sure wasn't. But but things things transpire and and to a point where she she was she felt unsafe and that. Um, some physical things transpired. And I think that's where, where we should stop it yeah. right there. Um, all right. This is where I'm, I'm at with this on When I was a, when I worked in a church as a youth pastor, I had a rule for me. I was already married. Um, I had a rule that I would never be alone with a female. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the very first time you and I ever rode in the car together, I, you remember what happened? Yes, I do remember. I, well, we were, I, I can't even remember what the situation, we were here for something and we were driving to lunch yeah. to pick up some food and you called Julie and said, by the way, Andre and I are both on break at the same time. We're going to grab some lunch. Just wanted to let you know. Yeah. And we were going to a, a place where everybody was going, yes. but there's just this idea. And she was on, essentially, we, she was on speakerphone the entire time there yeah. and the entire time back because I, um, I respect, uh, you, I respect my wife and I respect my reputation. Yes. And, and I, and I appreciated that. Yeah. I know there's a lot of talk, a lot of discussion about, um, in the political world right now, people who are mad because some, I, I think maybe Franklin Graham or Billy Graham have said, comments about not wanting to be alone yeah with their with i mean our vice president has our vice president has and and i understand that women feel like that's um uh, stifling them but i also i just have to say as a christian woman i appreciate it i appreciate um protection because you know what i would have protected myself anyway for sure um so i appreciate when someone else attempts to to offer that protection yeah, for me. Absolutely. So a couple takes away from that. Men, protect yourself. It's also understand 
you have a responsibility to protect your sisters. Yeah. If you are a Christian, that is your sister. Yes. Let's just start there. You need to treat that person like a sister. In this situation, um, Kate, not her real name, says, I was truly blinded by his celebrity status. And that's the problem, yeah. is that a Christian celebrity who has built his reputation on being a Christian celebrity was taking sheep from the shepherd, taking his sister, and essentially sexually attacking her. Right. This is not okay. And that's a problem. That's a problem. Now, I've had some conversations with some other people about this who their first thing, because again, anytime you idolize, you try to defend the idol, right? They've straight up told me, man, he's a guy. He's a, he's, he's <laughs> and not like, Hey, he's a man. It's like, we're all men. We all fail. He sinned. Yeah. But whenever you use Jesus as your platform, when you book yourself in churches, you are held to a higher standard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Um, I think, I think right, right here we should say it's, it's wrong, whatever realm you're in, yes. Christian or secular. Um, but like Seth said, it's, it, it is a higher standard and, and you have to know that the, the, the world is, is watching us Yeah, and they're watching these Christian celebrities and honestly, some of them are waiting for us to to misstep. And I, I hate, I know that sounds cynical and it sounds maybe legalistic and not very grace-filled, but the truth is they are. And um, they're, just, they're just waiting because they want to pounce. And um, the devil is going to use anything he can to stop the gospel yeah. and to stop the message of Christ from going out. And personally, I don't want to be a tool yeah. in the devil's hands. Sure. And um, I hope that these Christian celebrities don't either. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I hope that in the back of their mind, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to talk about um, John Chris's relationship with Christ. I don't know. That's fair. But I do hope that in the back of his mind, he is realizing I have been a tool in the, in the enemy's hands. Yeah. Well, and, you know, he, he did release a statement, and that, that was part of the, the things that, that people wanted to defend him. You can't defend him and say, well, we don't know, because, no, he admits, right. no, I've done, I, I, I've done wrong stuff. Um, Netflix has pulled his special that was supposed to come out at the end of the month. We were going to actually talk about his special before all this stuff came out. It's like, yeah. hey, John Chris special, we'll review that. And we thought that the hot take was going to be, Seth doesn't think that this is funny. We honestly thought that that was what, what it was going to be. We didn't think be. it was going to be any worse than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I grew up listening to Christian to a Christian comedian named Mike Warnke. Are you, do you remember Mike Warnke? I know. I remember the name. The I don't. Name. I couldn't okay. tell you any. So Mike Warnke was a guy who essentially used his platform of being a Christian comedian and realized that as a comedian, you get to tell stories. Yeah. Okay. And so, it, listen. When a comedian says, "Well, yesterday I was talking to so and so," that didn't happen yesterday. <laughs> that bit was written six months ago, right? right? And practiced a and lot pra over the last. Oh, six absolutely. Months. That thing has been honed, and a hundred, a hundred 
people have heard it before you have. I mean, that's just the way that it goes. Maybe thousands. So he started making up some stories. And one of the stories that he made up had to do with the um, the fright of the occult that was happening back in the late 80s, early oh, 90s. Geez. And he said that he was the head of a satanic church and that he had sacrificed people and like all this other stuff. And like, you know, he, he exaggerated quite a bit. When it came out that it wasn't really as much as that, um, he fell from grace. It, imagine that. What? He stopped getting booked in churches. Mm-hmm. Now, he was funny. Yeah. And he was funny to me, and I and I enjoyed it. I had all of his cassettes. Cassettes? What? So, well, we'll stop. Do we need to explain what those are? Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> um, but I had all of his cassettes, and I would listen to them, um, and, and, and that type of thing. And when that happened, honestly, it broke my child heart yeah. because it was like, well, no, you said all of this. And I had to rethink everything that he said, not only the jokes, but also the gospel message he gave at the, on the, on the second, the, the second side of that tape, when, side B. when you, when you flipped it to side B, there was a gospel <laughs> message. And, and so I had to rethink all of that as a child. And so whenever you incorporate that, that's why I'm saying you have to be held to a higher standard. Yeah. Um, I have recently gone back and re-listened to those Warnke tapes and realized that um, his theology has shaped a lot of my theology. And I don't know that that's a good thing. <laughs> I, was but, gonna, I was about to ask. But, but um, you know, it's it's definitely made me, uh, I think, a more, more loving and caring person. Because <laughs> um, I give a lot more grace than I used to. Um, and so there are good comedians out there. Mm-hmm. There, I remember the story where a pastor was telling how a... Um, this young woman came up to him and said, um, I feel like God's calling me to be a Christian comedian. And he said, you should absolutely be a comedian. Mm-hmm. He said, don't, 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 don't be a Christian comedian. Go be a good comedian yeah. who, who works clean and, and you can share the light in that space. Right. The church has already got Christian comedians. It's already got, it's Tim Hawkins, by the way, I think Tim Hawkins is funny. I'm not against every, all Christian comedians. <laughs> <laughs> Not all um, of them. But uh, you know, it, that the, these exist are, are already that are out there. So, so that's where that's where I'm at. Now, Andrea, what I mean, any other thoughts or closing thoughts on any of this? Um, I think I I think I would just say talking about uh Christian celebrities or and I, I even hate using that terminology, even though I think it's correct, well known Christians mm-hmm. who are who are in the forefront of um thing artists you know songwriters things like that um my my warning or my takeaway would be um don't let them dictate your relationship yeah with uh with jesus because people are gonna fail you yeah and um people are gonna fail in general and um i think one thing that I re- that I try to remind myself of, and and when I'm watching this, hit you know John Christ, as disappointed as I was, and as sure. much as I hate that um, this happened and that it that it's come to light in such a, it needed to come to light. Yeah. Let me say that I don't. I'm not mad that it came to light. I'm mad that it happened, um, and I hope that he can get the help that he needs, but. As disappointed as I was, this doesn't affect my walk 
with Christ That's at good. all. It, it just doesn't. That's and, good. And I, I hope that everyone feels that way. I hope everyone says, you know, my, my theology, my doctrine, my whatever you want to call it, my belief system, everything, that it's based on something um, stronger and deeper than John Christ yeah. or some other um, well-known Christian that's in the forefront here. Because um, if you are basing all of that and and like you said you had you had to with with Mike Warnke you had to go back and rethink and you did and you realized that your beliefs were worse set on a stronger foundation yeah like his failure did not derail you that's right and so um you know if you find yourself questioning and we we may be making more of this than um, than some people are, but there's just, there's been several recently of, of Christians, well-known Christians that were popular and that have, have kind of fallen or are started asking questions. Right. And I just want you to know, make sure that you are basing your relationship with God on the word of yeah. God, because that's not going to change and that that's not going to fail you. And I'm, I'm just going to, I mean we're going to dig in just a little bit more is that the celebrity may not be well known to everyone, but may only be well known to you. Yes. And so if your pastor is, if you think that your pastor is not just some guy who's possible a failure and something were to happen to your pastor, that could ruin you. It has ruined tons of people. So many. If it's, if it's a guy that you, you know, a guy or girl that you listen to, like, you know, you're, you're into, I mean, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not going to name people, but right. there have been pastors who have had just issues with their church and have left their church and people are like, okay, well, we're just, we're just not going to believe anymore mm-hmm. because when you worship, when you worship somebody and it doesn't even have to be a famous somebody, it right. can just be somebody that, that, you know, uh, when you hold someone in a higher standard, um, you need to understand that they, though those individuals are also capable of sin just like everybody else. And so we want to give grace to those people, but we want to make sure that our foundation is not there. Um, That being said, if someone is using their faith and trying to monopolize on that faith and trying to monetize your faith, Hmm. they're held in a much higher standard in my mind. Yeah. Um, and somebody even asked me because you know Kanye last week was down in Houston. I can't believe we didn't go, but we, we probably missed it. We missed it. Uh, we didn't miss it. We knew it was happening. Yeah. We just couldn't physically <laughs> just couldn't, get there. Um, but uh, but people, you know, okay, well Kanye is a sinner, and you're talking about hey, give him all this grace. Yeah, he has admitted where he is and has said, "I'm on a faith walk and I'm on a faith journey." He's on the beginning of his faith. He is calling out Christians. He's not trying to monetize Christians. He's trying to share his faith to the world. That is not necessarily what some artists are trying to do whenever they're monetizing my faith. Right. So anytime that you try to manipulate my faith to, to make you money, we're going to have, we're, we're going to have an issue. So that being said, we do want good things for, for John Christ. We want things to happen. Do you think that his career can come back from this? Um, you know, I, I did uh, <laughs> up until there's I a lot saw, of stuttering. There's a there. lot. There is a lot. Um, up until I saw that Netflix had pulled his 
when I when I thought that Netflix was still going to go yeah. forward with his thing, I thought, okay, he could come back. And there was no way have, that was going to happen. I know. Yeah. Um. So I to be clear, I do believe that there's redemption. Sure. For him, he he can uh, overcome this this issue. I don't know. I don't know if his his career as um, a quote unquote Christian comedian um, can come back as strong. Yeah. I, I just honestly, I'm just not sure. Yeah, it, it's possible, and a lot of people who liked him and find him funny probably will, um, if he comes out and and apologizes and and really. Um, seems to have a change of heart and and want to f- to fix this issue, then it's possible. Sure. Well, um, I I honestly I don't think that the Christian Church is forgiving enough to make that happen. You don't. I don't. So I think that if he wants to maintain a career, I think he's got to go blue. Hmm. I think he's just got to go full on into yeah. it. Say, you know, I. Yeah, and like come out and address it, and and try in some way, shape, or form to to pivot that into something even I don't I don't know something right um, beyond caring about his career. I, I really do hope that the the young ladies who were affected yeah. by all this that they find healing, that they find hope, that um, that their faith walk doesn't doesn't suffer. Um, right. more than what it, what it already has. So can we uh, not talk about this like no, maybe just, ever again? Yeah, let's, I think we're done. Okay, so we've, we've had like four episodes. We've talked about um, some amazing art. We have talked about um, uh, race relations. We have, t- <laughs> we have talked about some terrible art. And now we've talked about the Me Too movement within the Christian church. We came How out, we doing? We came out hard. We're, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, guys, we we're building this engine as we're going, and yes. we're realizing this is a this engine might be a little more hefty than what we what we want. Then let's, we realize, yeah, yeah, let's try to do something a little bit more light next week. I don't know if yeah. we can or not, but we'll, yeah, maybe we'll see what happens. Maybe something um, since we'll be past Thanksgiving. Maybe something holiday Ooh. related. Okay, some, like a holiday Christmas like, Christian movie yeah, of some way, shape, or form. something like that. I like it. We'll find something good. We'll post on uh, social media what we're going to be watching. Maybe you can watch it beforehand, and then you can join us and listen to our our thoughts. Um, yeah, all that good stuff. All right. You want to hit the B? Let's hit the B. What you got? Not the bees! <laughs> Not the bees! Ah! I love that every week you still laugh at that. <laughs> Um, all right. This one's going to hurt. Sorry. Church that believes exactly what the world believes. Not sure why no one bothers coming to church anymore. I'm going to read that again. (laughs) Church that believes exactly what the world believes. Not sure why no one bothers coming to church anymore. See, here's the thing. Sometimes it stings for a reason because it's, because it's true. Um, church is supposed to be weird. It's supposed it's supposed to be different. It's supposed yeah. to be strange. The Bible right. calls us a peculiar people. Yes. We should probably do that. Like Set apart. Be, we should let's be peculiar. Mm-hmm. If we believe exactly what the what the world believes, what are we gonna do? Um so so that's just something. Now that also means that like we do need to be accessible. Yes. And not so weird that people don't want to talk to us. So right. so it's a balance. There's the beat. <laughs> oh no, not the beat! <laughs> Not the bees! Ah! <laughs>
All right, Andrea, what's uh, what's your uh, what's your not for me this week? Well, I'm I'm gonna break the rules. Okay, and I have what I um I thought was not gonna be for me. Okay, um, and this is from a couple years ago. I love it, but because we're coming up on Thanksgiving, yeah, um, I love Thanksgiving food. My my mom and I cook the meal um, every year, and it's just so good. Um, but I found a recipe a while back. Um, and I think it was actually on the Pioneer Woman. Okay. Reed Drummond. Are you familiar? <laughs> of course I am. Okay, good. Um, Our Instant Pot may or may not have been designed by Reed Drummond. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, she did, I think, I'm pretty sure it was on her show that she did um, Thanksgiving leftover paninis. Okay. And I'm not going to lie, when I was watching her make them, I was like, that is not for me. Mm. And then I decided to try it on like the day after Thanksgiving sure. and you guys, it's so good. <laughs> it is like, of course it is. I know I should have known, but I really thought I'm like, who's going to put cranberry sauce. And like you put all of it in there. We, yeah. we, we did it all. Yeah, yeah. It was like all of Thanksgiving wrapped up. Yeah. Do you in, make a, like a little potato pancake out of mashed potatoes and like do yeah, that? You do all, wow. you just put it all in there and between slices of bread or leftover dinner rolls and then put it in a panini press or put it in the skillet uh, and press it. Y'all, so good. So uh, this week when you are eating Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday or Wednesday or Friday or whatever day you do it and you have leftovers, yeah, just go ahead and plan on doing that because I thought it wasn't going to be for me and I was wrong. I can admit when I was wrong and it was so good. Okay, so... I- I think it's important for people to know that we really don't talk about the show beforehand. <laughs> we don't. We don't go over our notes or anything else like that. We show up and we we just kind of have a conversation. Um, my not for me this week was something that I thought was going to be for me. Oh, great. This is awesome. Um, and it's also a food item. It's Thanksgiving week, you guys. Um, there's There's this thing called Cinnamon Coke. I saw that. Uh-huh. Yeah. It kind of sounds like, yeah, maybe. It sounds like a festive, festive. drink. Yeah. yeah. It's it's out for the holidays. And I got really excited about it because I do like the cranberry Sprite. I do too. Um, by the way, that's something you can get year round at Sonic. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you can get it at Sprite Zero if you're trying to watch them calories. Which you're not this week because it's Thanksgiving week, you guys. Well, that's the only time that I actually do watch calories is that <laughs> week because otherwise... You know, I've, listen, we both have to wear something nice in a couple of weeks for right. our Christmas concert. Um, so cinnamon Coke. Yep. Not for me. Not for you. Not for me. Okay, now, good to know. The missus wants to fight me over this. She's like, it's if a, if a, if a Coke met an horchata. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. It's like a cinnamon thing, <laughs> right. like a cinnamon drink. I, I, mean, I don't know. She loves it. She's like, I'm making a Coke float out of this. And like literally like oh. vanilla ice cream and, and, and the whole thing. And I'm telling you, she loves it. Not for me. Not for you. Not for me. Right, and I think that's know. maybe the big takeaway from what not for me is. Like you can say for me, that's yuck without yucking somebody else's yum. And uh, and and that's that, that's definitely what, what we've done. Um, I think also with this week with everything. So um, <laughs> let's get out on like a positive song of some way, shape or form. Andrea, give me a song to to go out on here. How about um, Now I'm On My Way? By, by the- Brooklyn Tab? Yes. Yes. All right, let's see. 
Yes. Okay. Well, guys, I really hope that uh, Jesus brings you out of any kind of troubles that you get into <laughs> with uh, with that Thanksgiving dinner. Um, hey, remember that they're your family and that you love them. Um, and and try try your best not to like yell at anybody. Yeah. Like, just just try. Um, and if you need a break, go to the car. Listen. Yeah, that's okay. Listen to this thing. Um, this week's uh, church helpers from anonymous pastors. Um, I don't know if you guys know how much uh, motivational speakers get paid, but it's a lot. Your pastor doesn't get paid that. When when he gives a sermon about tithe, like light bills probably need to get paid. Um, if you're not <laughs> regularly giving to people that are that are investing in you. Uh, it's time to do that. And there's another good way you can do that if you want to give a, uh, and, and you don't really know how, or even if you don't have money, we're, we're going we're gonna to front you the money. Uh, Any time that you leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, we're going to give a dollar to a, uh, a charity or a ministry. This month, it is Light of Light International, getting ready for their uh, their 40th, uh, 40th crusade. Last This past week was the, their their annual banquet. It was, uh, it was great. So, um, so yeah, so go on there, leave a little comment. Um, even if you haven't even listened to the show, like give it, t- tell somebody else like, Hey, you haven't listened to it, but, but this is a good way to support this ministry. Yeah. Just love the song. song. We're just jamming out. All right. Well, make sure that you follow us on all the things or at dropping Sunday. If you have thoughts and opinions on this and you want to come at us hard over John Christ, I'm at Sethford. You can come at me directly. You don't even have to come to the show. Um, that, that's fine. Um, but until uh, uh, happy Thanksgiving and until next week, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this has been Dropping Sunday.